we're celebrating the 35th anniversary with you guys. It's a month-long celebration, so we have a surprise for you guys. So I hope you will be able to enjoy as we celebrate 35 years of God's faithfulness in this movement and what He's doing in this country. Um, announcement, we are changing the schedule because we want to spend more time with you. October, starting October, every Sunday, starting October, our new schedule is 9, 11, 1, 3, 5, and 7. And that's so that we can spend more time, talk to you, fellowship with you, pray with you. And I hope you guys are also excited for that. We are changing starting October 6. That is the first Sunday of October. And so we'll also push, put that in our social media. You'll also see it everywhere. So just be reminded on October 6, this is the new schedule. It's nice to be back. I've been out for two weeks. I still hope you know me. Naalala niyo pa ba ako? No? Ancient, no? Uh, my wife and I was able to take a rest, celebrated our 10th uh, year anniversary. And one of the things I, ap I appreciate whenever we go out of uh, our country is that you get to experience a different kind of life. Alam ba when you're outside, you feel there's a different law, the, the driver's side is on the opposite side, you get to experience different kinds of um, culture. And one of the things that I appreciate in this last trip is that for some reason, when you're outside the country, you feel safe. Ganun ba yung feel niyo? Parang you can leave your cell phone anywhere, and then pagbalik mo, wala na. <laughs> no? It's still there. You feel safe. You get to be in a place not of your own, and you feel like, oh, this is a place that I would like to live in. Sometimes we feel that way for some countries, but for some, maybe it's the opposite side of it. Uh, as soon as I landed here, I tried to get back into social media and was reading some news. And I found this news that was posted in my Facebook feed. It was a post made by um, one of our uh, news networks here in the Philippines. It says, Manila in the bottom half of the world's safest cities. So it turns out we are at around number 43 of the 60 countries that are safe in all aspects of safety. They talk about health safety, they talk about security, they talk about digital security. And we are ranked number 43 out of the 60 nations that was part of the survey. Isn't it true for you, and this is what I want to ask, is our country, the world we live in today, getting worse? That's a good question to ask. Is the world that we live in today, at least for our context where we live, is it getting better or getting worse? Try to think about that for a minute. Some of you would say, if you watch the news, it will say it's getting worse. I'm not here to tell you about the things that are not going well with our country. But the reality is, not only in the Philippines, things are getting worse. If you watch news outside the Philippines, you would see a lot of things are really getting worse. Um, you'd see more crimes that are published, more things that are happening that are un unimaginable in this time, day and age. And you would say it is really getting worse. But at the same time, I want to say this today. As much as our world today is getting worse, it's also getting worse better. Ask me why. 
Okay, dun sa mga nag-wine na tatlo, I'll tell you later. Do you want to know why our world is getting better? Okay, ask me why. Yeah. It's because of the kingdom of God. Why? What is it about the kingdom of God? Nikki was talking about the new heavens and the new earth. This is the kingdom of God. And when we talk about the kingdom of God, what comes to our minds? It's the time that we meet Jesus. It's His kingdom in heaven. It's a place where there is no more sickness. It's a place where there is so much joy, so much celebration of the faithfulness and the presence of God. That is the kingdom of God, right? Yes. But at the same time, the kingdom of God is more than a future state when we meet God. The kingdom of God is much more than that. Because the kingdom of God, if you think about it, when you say a kingdom, that means there is a king. And that king is Jesus. The kingdom of God is not only in the future when we meet him, but it's also here and now today. He started his kingdom when he came on earth. Remember when Jesus came on earth, what was he preaching? Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. It's here. He starts his kingdom. He starts to change the way people live. He starts the way people uh, saw life. This was the purpose of Jesus when he came here on earth. Not only that, when he ascended into heaven, he left the Holy Spirit. What happens? We now are part of the continuation of the kingdom of God. We live in the kingdom of God today. Yes, it's a future state, just like what I said a while ago, but it's also here today. And the kingdom of God, just like what Nikki said in Revelations, the new heavens and the new earth will come in the consummation, the second coming of Jesus. I hope you all are excited about that time. But until that happens, we can enjoy, and I hope you get this, we enjoy the benefits of His kingdom. We are free from sin. He has purchased us from sin. We can pray to Him. He listens to us. The Holy Spirit is in us. And that's why these are the benefits of the kingdom of God. You know, sometimes we forget, but we always say it. You remember the Lord's Prayer? What do we say? Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What do we declare? What is happening in heaven today is what will happen here on earth. Why? Because this is your will for us. The kingdom of God is presently at hand. The question is, do we live our lives as a citizen of this kingdom. I like how uh, David Martin Lloyd-Jones said, this is a preacher and also a doctor, medical doctor, he said this, the kingdom of God is also here at this moment in the hearts and the lives of all who submit to it, in all who believe in him. The kingdom of God is present in the hearts of all those who are truly Christians. Question, is our lives are our lives today, are we living as a citizen of God's kingdom? The way we do business, is it under the rulership of God? The way we are as students, is it under the rulership and kingship of God? The way we treat our spouse, the way we treat our children, is it under the rulership of God? 
You know, if you think about it, bakit kaya hindi nalang ginawa ni Lord na ganito? Just imagine with me. As soon as we were saved, as soon as we encountered Jesus, why didn't He just tell us, okay, you're saved and I'll just see you in heaven? Pwede naman yun, di ba? Okay, Lord, sinihin mo na ako, I will just live my life on earth and then we will see each other in heaven. That might be the concept for some of us. But in reality, the reason why the kingdom of God is here, here with us, we are living as dual citizens of the kingdom, is because of this reason. There is a mission for the kingdom of God. There's a reason why we live in the kingdom of God. And that's what we'll be talking about today. The mission of the kingdom. Why the king wants us to live in a dual kind of kingdom. Yes, we are Filipinos, but at the same time, we are also citizens of God. Are you guys ready to know the mission of the Lord for us as His people? Because we are the citizens of God. Ready na ba kayo? Grabe, yung passion ko. Tapos parang, parang pagdating sa inyo, parang... Are you guys ready? Namiss ko talaga kayo eh. Are you guys ready? Alright, yan. Yan ang mga citizens ni Lord. We are gonna talk about a parable that Jesus gave. It's a parable by Jesus on what is the mission of the kingdom. And this parable is the parable of the weed. Yeah. The parable of the weed. We're going to go through Matthew chapter 13, verse 24 until 30, and then we're going to skip. The parable says in Matthew, so tech, please follow our uh, as I read the word today, the parable of the weed. Verse 24, he says, He puts another parable before them, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in a field. He's talking about a farmer who sows good seed. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weed among the wheat and went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, eventually the seeds grew up, it bore grain, then the weeds appeared also, verse 27, and the servants of the master of the house came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then is that it it has weeds? He said to them, and an enemy has done this. So the servants said to him, then do you want us to go and gather them? Sabi ng servants, do you want us to just take it out? And what did this um, farmer say? Then, do you want us to go and gather them? But he said, no, lest in gathering the weeds, you root up the wheat along with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At the harvest time, I will tell the reapers, gather the weeds first and bind them in bundles in the bur- and be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. That is the parable of the weed. Nagets niya? Buti pa kayo, nagets nyo. Ako, nung una kong binasa, di ko naintindihan. What is the weed? Who is the farmer? What is the good seed? These are the questions that I want to share with you as we answer them as we go through. You know, even the disciples didn't get it. And that's why, after sharing more parables, he was preaching in front of a crowd. As soon as nagrest si Jesus and his disciples, what happens? Verse 36, then he left the crowds and went in the house. His disciple came to him and said, Lord, explain mo naman sa amin yung parable. 
Why? Because they were uncertain. What is the weed? Who is the farmer? What is the good seed? Why is there an enemy? And these were these questions. They were asking these questions. Verse 37, Jesus explains to them, and I hope we slow down from here so that we can understand this parable. Verse 37 says, The one who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. Jesus, whenever he would teach and he would preach in front of crowds and with his disciples because he was getting popular, now they know who he is. He addresses himself as the Son of Man. So who is the farmer in this story? It's him. The parable was about him as the farmer who sows good seed. Sabi dito, si Jesus daw is now planting good seeds. So what is the good seed? The verse says, the sons of the kingdom. The mission of God, Jesus, was to plant His children as seeds in the field that He has. When we talk about seed, the good seed here, the example that Jesus gave was about wheat. Tayo kasi, we don't usually have, we don't plant wheat. What do we plant? Rice. But wheat is almost the same as rice. Wheat is a grain that is actually used in making bread. Wheat is actually used also for uh, oats, breakfast oats. It can also make, you can also make pasta and tortilla with it. Weeds actually are the biggest crop in the world that is a staple for a lot of people until today. During those times, ito yung mostly na tinatanim so that people would survive. Wheat was very important. And Jesus was saying that you are the wheat that I plant. You are the good seed. Small seeds that impact so many people. So I was researching about the wheat and I was sharing this um, a while ago with Pastor Alan. Do you know how much one seed of wheat can produce? When you plant the seed, diba? Yung isang wheat. Didiligan mo, maarawan. You know how much it yields after it is harvested? It can actually yield 110 minimum more seeds. One weed. One, not weed. No? <laughs> Iba yun. <laughs> okay, natawan. Nagising si- Weed? Mamaya pa yung weed. Okay. One wheat, one seed of wheat can impact so much. Why? Because when you plant it, it will grow and it will multiply into hundreds. And this is the picture of us. Jesus wants to plant His people. Tell the person to your right, sabi mo, you are the good seed of Jesus. Oh, tell the person to your left, sabi mo sa kanya, you are the butong pakwan of Jesus. Baka hindi niya maintindihan. We are the good seed that God wants to plant everywhere. If you think about it, no, as we celebrate the 35th anniversary of victory, it's also a picture of what happened to us. Imagine in 1984, there were two Americans, missionaries, Pastor Steve and Pastor Rice, who actually came, was called for a short-term mission, and planted the seeds. And now, a group of probably 20 kids reached out to the kids in New Belt, and now, 35 years after, you know how much people go attend service every Sunday. 
in all the victory congregations here in Metro Manila and in the nation, provinces. You want to know how many? You want to guess? Ilan? May price. Ilan? 200? Ilan? Okay, sige, sabihin ko na lang. We're almost half a million people attending, worshiping God, listening to His Word. Imagine, from a group of seeds to half a million with almost a hundred congregations spread out. It could have been that these people wanted to stay with a few. Tay-tay na lang mag-church. But you know, church is not all about these four walls. Hindi tayo nandito just for us. We are the good seed of God. We're called to go out. He plants us in so many places. And that's why we are celebrating our 35th year anniversary. Because we continue to be the good seed of Jesus. As we continue, it says, not only now do we know who the Son of Man is, alam na rin natin na tayo yung good seed. He says, He plants, Jesus plants the good seed where? In the field. This is a picture of a field, planting field. When you see a planting field, what do you see? It's hot. What else? It's wet, it's muddy, it's hard. Diba? We have this song, no? yung maghapon na kayuko. It's hard. It's hard to be a farmer. You know, God has entrusted to us, as Filipinos, this field. This is where we are. Wherever you are, God plants you there. And you want to know the picture of our field? This is the picture of our field. Our country in poverty. 21% of Filipinos only earn 65 pesos a day with six people in their family. Imagine, 65 pesos can't even buy us what? One Starbucks coffee. And they would try to fit that for a whole day for our children or for a family of six. This is the field that we're in. Are we being the good seed to the people around us? What else? The field that we're in. The war on drugs. There are 1.7 to 3 million drug users here in the Philippines. How do we become good seeds to the people who are dependent to drugs? Do we ignore them? Do we try to turn our backs on them? Or do we actually share the love of God to them? Pastor Dennis was talking to us about this the other day. One of the latest news that might be a national crisis here in the Philippines. It says around 530 women aged, imagine, 10 to 19, give birth daily. Teenage pregnancies is now becoming a national crisis here in the Philippines. This is the field that God has entrusted to us. As good seeds of God, what are we doing about it? Are we teaching the next generation to love God? Or are we the ones exploiting them to this kind of culture? This is who we are. We are the good seed that needs to respond to the field that God has given us. We are the good seed planted into this broken world. Alam nyo, this is the place that God has entrusted to us. Some of us, we want to leave the country. Some of us, we want to migrate. Why? Because we feel like, wala na mangyayari dito. You know what? If you think 
this way, when you think kingdom, what happens? You now begin to experience and embrace a mission in life. We are the seed of God here in this earth. John chapter 13, verse 35 says, By this people all will know that you are my disciples if you love for, if you have love for one another. You know, so many interpretations of love are coming out these days. You would see people trying to define love like this. You would, they, would see, they would even use God's name, how to define love. Oh, ganito ang love. But if you think about it, when you study the Word of God, Jesus actually showed love unconditionally. He showed love to people that people, even their families, would turn their backs on. This is the love that God wants us to share to others. But at the same time, a lot of people are also using love as, they use it as popularity. Oh, nag-donate ako. Selfie. Or it use, they use it as a personal advancement. They use it as something with conditions. But tayo, we are called to love differently. We are called to love unconditionally. And that's why the scripture says, people will know. It doesn't say Christians will know. It doesn't say your family will know. What does it say? Scripture says, all people will know that we are His disciples when we love one another. It's not only for believers. And that's why we are all called to respond to the field that God has entrusted to us. I hope you get that kingdom thinking leads to kingdom living. The more we know what God wants in our lives as, as the king of our lives, the more we can respond to the needs of others. And that's why we're launching again our Love the City. We're going to talk about that more. We want to be able to share the love of Christ that we are overflowing with and share it to the people around us. We're going to share more of that next week. And uh, as we continue, it says here, if we know now, alam na natin yung the Son of Man, we know now the good seed, we also know now the field. But it says here, there is the weeds are the sons of the evil one. The Bible says. Verse 26, as we go back to the parable, it says, So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weird weeds appeared with them also. And the servants of the master of the house came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in the field? How then does it have weeds? It means hindi nila alam na merong yung mga servants. They did not know na may nilagay yung enemy. And you know what the enemy did? He actually put weeds that are also similar with the wheat. Ang nilagay niyang weeds, ang tawag doon, tears. Yan. This is what tears look like, and this is the other picture. That's what weed looks like. Tears is also called darnels. Say it with me, darnels. Yan. Yan yung mga nagpapanggap na weed. So pag meron kayong kaibigan na Christian-Christianan lang, meron ba kayong ganun? Baka katabi nyo, so pag may sinabi, alam mo si Lord, iba talaga. Bakit? Basta. Pag gumagano sila, tawagin, you're such a darnel. Yan. Para hindi nila alam. No? The devil is the greatest deceiver of all. And I hope you know this. And now he chooses to sow something that looks exactly like wheat. It's the same looking, but it's not. Sometimes, weeds actually can look better than the weed, the wheat. 
um, in our vacation, we were able to visit our friend. He came from our church here in Green Hills, si David, no? And it was just the housewarming of his house. And so, sabi niya, oh, I'll show you the house. So we went there on a Sunday after church. He, he showed us the backyard. He said, isipin mo, no? Simple yung buhay, ganito yung backyard. Meron siyang lemon tree. That's a lemon tree. Parang hindi kayo nadiniwala. Inedit ko lang ba yan? Hindi. That's really a lemon tree. And if you notice the picture, do you see the white ones? Nakikita niyo ba yung mga white ones sa grass? Nakikita niyo? Sige, isu-zoom natin, ha? Oh, zoom in natin. Oh, yeah. The white ones. So I saw a lot of white flowers, small. Sabi ko doon sa friend ko, Uy, Jackie, ang daming ano dito, ah. daming flowers, ang ganda naman. Sabi ko sa kanya. You know what she said? Ay, problema yan. Weeds yan. The government wants us to take care of it. Kailangan putulin yan, kundi it will eat the nutrients of the plants. For me, when I was looking at it, it was nice. Sabi ko, wow, there's flowers in your garden. But if you really know what it is, it's actually just weed. It's weed. It's useless. But it tries to show itself as something nice. It tries to show itself something that you will like, but really, it's not. um, Tears or darnels are as we would say, counterfeit of the original. It's not the real thing. They are, in our context, in the parable, they are actually Christians who say they are, but are far from the Lord. From, are far from the Lord. They are counterfeit Christians who claim that we are just the same as you. Because we... When we notice it, no, when you will really think about it, there are a lot of people who say, okay naman na ako sa relationship ko kay Lord. Sabi ni Lord, na-save na ako, and that's it for me. You know, the enemy's deception to a lot of us, even until today. And I think, uh, he's been telling this to all of us, not only you, pati sa akin, no? He tells us that, okay na yon, mag-church ka lang once a week and then you don't need to get disciples. They don't need to know what's happening with your life. That's your life anyway. You receive Jesus and now okay na yon, Sunday and then you can live your life anyway. Makikita mo naman si Lord in the end. You know, the enemy, when we experience God, okay na sa Kanya na you're just here. Okay na sa Kanya na ganito lang tayo that he would actually lie to us because he's the greatest deceiver, that he would tell us, you know, your business practice, okay lang yan, maglagay ka, nagtatights ka naman eh. Okay lang yan, wag mo siyang hiwalayan, eh no naman, kung may asawa na siya, eh nambubugnog mo na yung asawa niya, ikaw, mahal mo naman siya. The enemy tries to deceive us that we can live our Christian lives as someone without a king. Just Jesus as a savior counterfeit lives and some of us even when we walk with God sometimes we'll feel like this bakit ganun okay naman siya di naman siya nag-church bakit ako I go to church nag-volunteer ako bakit ganun pagod na pagod ako Lord bakit di ako nakakakuha ng breakthrough we try to compare ourselves with them with the lifestyle of the world with the lifestyle of the weed you know I just want to encourage you the life in this kingdom, we have to remember this. Si Lord, plinant niya tayo dito. God planted us in this world. But you have to remember, 
we are not of this world. Iba na tayo. We don't live in the laws of the world. We have a new king in our lives. The question is, who do we follow? Do we live our lives as a surrendered Christian to the Lord? Because when God saved us, not only did He say, you are saved, I am your Savior. What did He say? I am also your Lord. We call him Lord and Savior. It's not one of, it's not either or. It's always a package deal. We are planted in this world. God put you there for a reason, but it doesn't mean you morph with the world. Alam niyo na yung saying na, if you can't beat them, join them. Saan niyo nakuha yun? Looney tunes ata yun eh, di ba? It says, if you can't beat them, join them. So you can't say, it's not true for us who are in the kingdom of God. Why? When you say that and when you believe in that, what happens? Eh, sila naman nag-aano sa office eh. Okay lang yun. Ganito na rin ako. Eh, lahat naman ng office mate ko, may mar- extra marital affair. Parang extra rice lang yan. It's not serious. It's just a fling-fling. When we embrace the, the world, when we embrace the ways of the world, what happens? What we're saying is, Lord, you're not my king. I am my own king. You know, I hope you realize this. And I'm saying this out of love. We can't live our lives without Jesus. If we do, what happens? We'll end up more broken. Sometimes we only go to him when we need something. You know what? As the king in our lives, one thing is for sure, siya dapat ang masusunod. Because everything that he wants for us will always be the best for us. Sometimes masakit. Sometimes ayaw natin, di natin makita yung end result. But one thing is for sure, when we are at the will of God, it will always be the best for us. Amen? As we continue... Verse 30, it says, Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the harvest time, I will tell the reapers, Gather the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned. But gather the wheat into my barn. We live in a broken world and this is reality. We will all live with people who will not worship God. We will all live with the weeds of the world. We will all live in this corrupted world until we see Jesus. But Jesus, even in the parable, says, Sige lang, allow them to grow. Tutubo yan. Because in the end, farmers will know what is weed and what is wheat. They can detect the big difference. The question is tayo today. Are we living as wheat? Are we living as the good seed? Or are we living as the weed of the world? Tayo ba yung nagbibigay buhay sa ibang tao with the people that we work with? Yung pag may problema sila, bro, alam mo, may problema ako sa pera. Ay, nako, wala ng pag-asa. <laughs> or are we the ones saying, bro, kapit lang kay Lord. Pray and we will pray with you. Ask God for wisdom if this is the work for you. Are we the ones giving life with the word of God or are we the ones sucking out the life from the people 
that are close to us. Yung weed, kinukuha niya yung nutrients ng wheat. He tries to get everything from the wheat. But at the same time, we are called to be wheat of this world. Verse 39, what happens to wheat? To, to the weed? The harvest in, is the end of the age. This is the explanation of Jesus. And the reapers are the angels. Just as the weeds are gathered and burned with fire, so will it be with the end of age. Ano mangyayari sa weed? It will be burned with fire. And what will happen to the wheat, the good seed, the people of God, as we live and as we grow as wheat, as we try to impact the lives around us, what will happen? We will be put in the barn of Jesus. We will be put in His place. That's His home. And that's the place that where we all want to be. Is that the place where you want to be in the end of time? Yes? Lord, parang hindi pa sila sure yata. Is that the place that you want to be in the end of time? Yes. Is that the place you want to be later? Hindi muna. Sabi, Sa ano pa, Lord? Matagal pa. But you would see here, in the end, the angels and God could easily determine which is the wheat and which is the wheat. Are we living our lives as growing wheat or something that is not of God? Verse 41, The Son of Man will send His angels and they will gather out His kingdom, all causes of sin and all lawbreakers, and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The fruit for the harvest is undoubtedly different. They will be able to know kung sino ang pupunta doon. That's why we see scriptures of us telling, di ba, yung sa end of times daw, sabi doon, Lord, Lord! Ano sabi ni, ni Jesus? Why do you call me Lord, Lord? Sometimes we feel like, di, okay na yun, Lord! Okay na yun, natinanggap kita, pero yung, the life that I will live here on earth, regardless of what I do, because you love me unconditionally, you will accept me. You know, as People of God, what He wants is for us to live a life according to what? To the Word of God. It still goes back to His laws. It still goes back to the Word that He has given to us. It still goes back to what He wants us to do. Why? Because we are citizens of His kingdom. You know, na-enjoy na natin yung benefits. And I remember this. When I was in Hall Simpa, meron akong office mate. Merong tinanggal na benefit sa office. Binago yung medical. Dati, yung medical benefit namin was 100% sa employee, sa spouse, 100%. Meaning, kahit gaano kalaki yung gagastusin nila, the company will pay for it. Walang maximum. For the husband, and the employee, and the spouse, and then the children take for 500,000 per sickness. It was really a good package. But there was a transition. Nakita nila, sobrang laki. They shifted it to only the employee and then all the dependents, maliliit na. One of my friends said, ayoko na magtrabaho dito. Dinaya nila tayo. Dapat ganito yung benefit natin. I remember one of the HRs actually had a town hall meeting. Sabi niya, I hope you know a benefit is an add-on. It's not our obligation. You know, some life of a Christian, but we forget God has also assigned work for us. What's that? 
to be a good seed. He wants us to live, to grow as wheat. Magkakaroon tayo ng seeds, makaka-impact tayo ng tao around us. I'm not asking you to give up what you're doing. I'm just asking you to align your life as a businessman to the kingdom perspective. Lord, yung business ko ba, nakaka-bless ba na ibang tao? Or ako lang yung mayaman? Lord, yung trabaho ko ba, nakaka-glorify ba sa ito? Because you know, sometimes all you need to do is do what God asks you to do and He will allow people to see kung sino siya through you. Sometimes we don't need to go there. God's not asking you to go to office tomorrow pagpasok mo. Good morning, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Sabi ng pastor namin, darating na ang weed. Siyempre sila, ano daw? Naging addict, no? You know, God's asking you to live a fruitful life. You want to live a fruitful life? You have to obey the Word of God. This is the only way for us to be fruitful. That relationship that is flourishing with God. We can be that wheat, kaliit-liit, na seed that will yield a hundred and more to others. You know, yung life natin is not only for us. It's meant to impact the lives of others. Amen? Yeah, namis ko kayo. Yeah. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears, let him hear. This is what happens to the good seed. We experience a life with the Lord. Not only in heaven, but also here on earth. He sees us. Alam mo si God, alam niyo yung mga taong, sino sa inyo may halaman sa bahay? Diba? Kami kasi, we live in a small condo, 12 bedrooms. So we only assign two bedrooms with plants, no? But some of you talk to your plants, tama ba? Diba yung, oh, tubo ka naman. Bakit ganun? Alam mo, problema. We talk to our plants. You know, I hope you know God is that kind of uh, farmer who is all consumed with the plant that He's growing through us. He makes sure na dinidiligan niya kayo. He makes sure na nag-uusap kayo. He tries to draw you back to Him. Why? Because He wants you as a plant to grow and yield seed. Meron na ba kayong nag-alaga ng halaman tapos sabi niya, sana mamatay na tong halaman na to bukas, ang tagal-tagal, napapagod akong diligan. Meron ba? You know, we are the seed. The question is, are we willing to live a life with that kind of God? A gardener who would take care of us. A farmer who would take care of us. I've been going around and around because this is the only message I want to share. That we are the good seed of the kingdom of God. We are called to this kind of life. The kingdom of God, where He reigns over us. And He has scattered us everywhere. Isipin nyo today, nasan kayo? Sabi niya, dito sa church. Where are you today in your life? In your business? In your school? In your new career? Sometimes you feel like it's a dead end. For some, it's great. There's a reason why you are there today. God has planted you there. Amen? And so the question is, are you living your life with Him and with purpose? The kingdom of God is at hand. We are living in His kingdom today. Amen? Can I ask everyone to stand as we close in prayer? Lord, thank you. Set in your word. Let your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
Church, I want you to picture your life today. And try to assess, Lord, is your kingdom in my life? Is it alive in my life? Am I living a life in your kingdom? It's a good question to ask today. Allow God to speak to you. As we take a moment of silence, Lord, let your kingdom come. Your will be done. Lord, let your kingdom come and your will be done as a doctor. Lord, let your kingdom come, your will be done as a, as a worker, as a businessman, as a student. Lord, I want to be under your kingdom. But it will only happen if we embrace Jesus, not only as our friend, not only as our Savior, but also as our Lord. And so, Lord, we go back to you. If there are areas in our life that are not under your Lordship, Lord, we surrender it today.